to Medicana Talk with Dr. Joe Rosado. This program seeks to educate you on topics having to do with medical cannabis. You'll have a better understanding of the industry, insight, and guidance on how cannabis is a safe and important innovation in medicine today. Now, here is your host, Dr. Joe Rosado. Hello world, good day, good afternoon, good morning, good evening, wherever you are in the world. This is Dr. Joe Rosado coming to you live from Ormond Beach, Florida, uh, where we are going to be having an amazing show today because the first time I was on the show with Chris Visser, the president, founder, CEO of Cannabidiol Life, who is sponsoring the show. Thank you, Christopher. Um, because of the amazing feedback that we got, and to date, it's still the number one heard show of all the shows we've done. Um, we're going to be on doing a part two on the show that we did exactly one month ago, July 24th. Together with Chris, we've got our usual novice neophyte in the cannabis world, Ed Pisani. Ed, say hello. Hello, world. I'm glad to be here. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. It's always a pleasure. All right. And Chris, welcome. Are you there? Yes, I'm here. Thank you for having me back. Oh, always a pleasure. Anyway, yeah, I mean, shoot, your show was the best show we've done. So I guess I needed to have you back. I had to have you back, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's always, always good to hear. Um you know, that's, I believe that is the main thing in this industry that is just um, with, the, with the industry growing as quick and as, and as fast as it did, um, we had a lot of people that uh, were just, you know, maybe awesome in entrepreneurs, but just no real knowledge of the industry. And so as a, as a salesperson, as an entrepreneur, I mean, you dive in there and you try to make your product seem as best as possible and you know, you're saying things that you probably shouldn't say and you're, uh, you know, picking a black and white into a little gray area and, you know, there's much of confusion how to do things in the correct way. And so um, uh, I'm glad that our show did so well a month ago because that just means we're just getting better as an industry and in any way that I can help in that facet or, or and, and especially with a show like yours, um, it's only a positive uh, for the industry. Uh, I love it. Perfect. Love it. So let's recap on last month's show. For those people that are just joining us, didn't have the opportunity to listen to that show. If you didn't have the opportunity to listen to that show, I strongly recommend that you go to that link, download it, uh, and listen to it because there was some really, really good information uh, shared with you at that time. But as always, I'm going to read a little excerpt from today from uh, Bloomberg. Uh, while marijuana use is still prohibited throughout most of the world, some of the cannabis industry are turning to hemp to get a piece of the 340, 340 billion, and that's billion with a B, market, billion dollar market. Hemp, with its lower concentration of THC or no THC, and we're going to be discussing that shortly, and higher concentrations of cannabidiol or CBD has become a big part of the wellness trend taking over the United States. Researchers estimate the U.S. market for CBD could be worth around $24 billion, that's B with a for billion, by 2023. Now, Amazing. 
Chris, you've shared your story before. Um, in two minutes or less, tell the audience, the ones that didn't hear last show, how you got involved in the whole cannabis movement. I think you're getting to know me pretty well. I love the two minutes or less. <laughs> I, do, I, do, I do go on transit sometimes. <laughs> um, well, long story short, um, you know, I've been in, I, I, I just follow online trends. Uh, I've been in the online business for 11 plus years now. And one of the things was uh, I started diving into um, learning more about holistic treatments and uh, um, CBD about four years ago came across my lap. Um, I realized that there wasn't a single company or website or anything just giving an all-in information uh, about CBD and what it could do for certain health conditions. So we, uh, I took that opportunity as a, uh, just because of my own passion the lack that was in the industry, and uh, you know, we created uh, 75 plus pages of just comprehensive uh, information of all the different medical studies that have been done on cannabis, and um, we comprehensively explained what what these studies, the results of these studies, and um, so much so that that's when we started getting the recognition. We we had very huge companies, nonprofit companies, um, even. Like the National Hemp Association, they used us as a uh, and 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 promoted us um, via their website for CBD education and product guides. Um, so that was just a huge testament that got the ball rolling. And um, you know, I'm just happy that we were able to do that and give that to the industry and not just be here just to sell products because that's not what we're about. People first, then we take care of the planet. And uh, once those two things are taken care of, that's the only way that we can profit. So um, I'm glad that we did things the way we did. And uh, yeah, that's how that's how I dove in at first. Perfect. Interesting. Long story short. Interesting. <laughs> now, I already started mentioning, I started the program talking about uh, THC, CBD. So um, let's see how well Ed's been listening. Ed, what's the difference between <laughs> CBD and THC? One is a type 1 narcotic. One is just uh, for funsy. It comes out of the plant, but it is not actually like it has like a very, very small amount of THC. That's what I, I understand it uh, for. Uh, from all the conversations, it seems like uh, um, the, uh, the government is mislabeled this, uh, this uh, medication to be something more than it is. And then CBD is not even a medication. It's just like some like thing that comes out of the plant. It's like okay. a placebo, right? Close, close, but definitely no cigar. <laughs> <laughs> no cigar here. No cigar. No, <laughs> no cigar for you whatsoever. In fact, what, what, what did I say wrong? What did I say I'm wrong? Gonna, I'm going to get you a dunce hat and sit you in the corner. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> So, so, Chris, so where, what, what's wrong with that? Tell, tell me, what, what did I say wrong? Chris, help him out. Please. All right, so uh, I'm not, uh, how about this? Let's just start from scratch because uh, you said some good things. Uh, you said some, some uh, slightly incorrect things. Uh, so I, I'd like to just take a quick moment um, just to start from scratch. So CBD is non-psychoactive. CBD and THC, they're both cannabinoids inside of a hemp cannabis plant. Um, mm -hmm. There's uh, 113 different cannabinoids. Um, with more being found uh, due to the, the, the very small trace amounts within a cannabis plant. So THC, um, you know, 
ever since Cheech and Chong days. That's the, that's the one who's gotten all the rep, all the reputation, whether it's bad reputation, good reputation, no matter, THC has just been the number one. Uh, CBD on uh, and THC is psychoactive. That means you smoke it, the Delta 9, Delta 9 THC mm-hmm. specifically, uh, it has psychoactive properties, meaning it will get you high. Now, what's amazing okay. about THC is if you were to smoke um, all the THC, if you were to, uh, in, in the world, you will not die. Um, it's, it's some, you, you might feel like you're dying. <laughs> you might wish that you, <laughs> that, that you could die just to get rid of it, just get rid of the high, but um, you will not die. Uh, so it's, it's non-lethal when it, in comparison to alcohol and things like that. If you drink too much alcohol, uh, you know, you can die. So the fact that it's even regulated in the first place, it kind of still baffles me. Um, but so THC is psychoactive. CBD is not psychoactive, meaning you can okay. smoke it, you can eat it, you can put it on your body, you can do all these things with the CBD, and you will never experience a high. So for all the people that are worried about trying it for the first time, um, mm-hmm. you know, you can remove that worry. It's not going to get you high. Um, there's nothing, there's no, there's no evidence medically, uh, to, to suggest that it is harmful side effects wise. So, mm-hmm. um, those are just two of the main factors. And, um, okay. So I'm going to put on my doctor hat on now. Okay. And, we love that. And we love that. About <laughs> <you>. <laughs> And um, explain to the audience that they both are psychoactive because the term psychoactivity means that it works on the brain. Okay. Okay. So both CBD and THC are psychoactive. They work on the brain because they are receptors in the brain. Therefore, it works on the brain. Just like coffee is psychoactive. Okay. Now. The correct word is euphoria. THC causes euphoria, and as Chris so eloquently stated, it does mm-hmm. make you feel high. It will get you high because there's euphoria in the THC side of things. The CBD side of things, although psychoactive, meaning it works on the brain, which is it needs to for children that are have, suffering with seizure activity, for people that are having issues with Alzheimer's, you know, CBD works on these specific conditions. And so it does work on the brain. It is psychoactive, but it is not euphoric. It will not get you high as Chris did explain correctly. So, yes, they are psychoactive. No, they are not euphoric. So essentially CBD is like coffee in essence. Yes, like, exactly. CBD is it will give you kind of the same effect as you will drinking a cup of coffee because it'll help. In some people, it'll wake them up. In some people, mm-hmm. it'll put them to sleep. Some people, it'll give them a sense of, of, of calmness. Other people, it'll make them a little agitated. And mm-hmm. so CBD, depending on what receptor it works on in the body, will have any one of those um, feelings or sensations. Now, when you go to your 7-Eleven, you know, your local mm-hmm. gas station or your flea market, you will see different types of CBD being sold. And and Chris's favorite line is, do not get your CBD at the gas station. Right, Chris? 
Uh, yes, uh, I am. A, <laughs> I mean, not to say that there's a, a gas station out there uh, with an owner that has knowledge in the industry and they're actually doing, they, you know, they're supplying correctly. But um, mm-hmm. every gas station that I've visited, once I saw them being put in there, I saw brands uh, that are not even registered. I saw, um, I saw fillers. I saw um, just, you know, heavy metals basically uh, in, in, their, in their ingredients list. Um, there's just no regulation right now in this industry. Mm-hmm. And so uh, people are taking advantage of non-regulation and they're just putting CBD everywhere. I mean, you, you drive down the road and you'll see people, there's no, no longer, I mean, sure, there's, there's I don't know, we, we buy, sell gold, flipping signs and stuff, and now I'm seeing more CBD signs being flipped around near vapor, vape shops and gas stations and things like that. And um, so people are just taking advantage of this non-regulation, and, uh, you know, people who should not be selling CBD in the first place due to their either lack of knowledge or lack of uh, connections in, uh, as far as the, the network of the industry is concerned, um, they're just, they're buying CBD from a random broker and then they're throwing it on product and then they're saying, hey, this is CBD, you should take it. So gas stations, I just don't recommend. I recommend going through a medical marijuana doctor for some guidance and or mm-hmm. a very reputable established company with certificates of analysis of, of the product. Um, and that's the way that you should go. Okay, so what well, I'm hearing basically... Begin your journey. And- uh, like you're you're more or less saying like there's like um, cheap CBD and then you got like the Starbucks level CBD like if you uh, because I look at like as coffee because I can understand coffee you have like the premium grade uh, coffee shop coffee and then you have the roadside coffee that's probably been burned to heck and you don't really know when the last time someone actually looked at the pot to see if it's actually uh, drinkable. <laughs> I love Is that. that I, what I'm I love that analogy. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> more or less, it's more more or less. It's it's not always just about quality. So here's the thing: CBD. If you look at it as this way, CBD is an ingredient, right? Okay. Uh, if you if you want to look at it in this in this in this way, so CBD can be considered an ingredient. So I wouldn't necessarily call it a lesser quality CBD or a higher mm-hmm. quality CBD. I would look at it as a the CBD content in general within that product. So anything that can make it an inferior CBD would be whatever is tied into that product as other ingredients, um, you know, via extraction methods. Or what type of extraction are they using? Are they using, you know, petroleum or any type of harsh chemical to either synthesize CBD in general, like to make it more of a chemical, to make it more bioavailable? What, how are they getting their CBD and what other ingredients are in that product to make it uh, actually not good for you at all to take in the first place. And that's the part where when you're getting it at gas stations and, and places where, you know, there's no regulation, no COAs available, certificates of analysis, um, that's where you start. You're playing with fire because you, you don't know exactly what's in it. And uh, with a non-reputable company, with a, with a brand that's not registered, you know, Who's to say that even the ingredients on the back of that product, uh, you know, their nutrition facts are even, are even what they say it is. Uh, and that's, that's where, and that's where I, people, I, you know, go ahead. Yeah. 
I, I have a question because like when I think of coffee, I know there's a little bit of an addictive side to it uh, because every morning I got to have my cup of coffee. Like that's like my thing. Um, you ask my wife, she'll tell you like, Walking out the door, if I don't have my Yeti cup filled with, with coffee, I'm kind of grumpy. Um, does CBD have that same um, addictive tendency, or is that not the case? Uh, CBD is is not addictive. Um, you don't you, you can't even grow uh, a tolerance for CBD, um, so mm. you won't notice it. As far as it, uh, you just have to have it. Have to have it. You're not going to get that itch, uh, but. That also being said, after you've taken, you, you have made CBD a part of your diet, you know, you're taking it every morning, you know, as, as mm-hmm. a daily supplement, or you, and then you're taking it at night to, to make sure that your body, you know, gets a deeper, better sleep, you know, gets you, gets you to your REM uh, and stay in REM for the whole cycle. That is what CBD mm-hmm. can help you do. And so after taking it for a while, you will get all the all of these little wellness benefits associated, and so when if you were to stop taking it, the only thing that you would probably notice is a lesser quality of life. Uh, you're not getting you're not getting the deeper sleep that you're used to. Uh, CBD promotes homeostasis within the body, uh, which is basically your body's running perfectly. It's it's mm-hmm. it's on cloud nine. It's it's just blowing. All the receptors are working. The neurotransmitter neurotransmitters are properly relaying information um, to, to make sure that your body is running correctly. So that is what CBD brings to the table. Um, so again, you won't, you won't notice, you won't feel, you won't have an itch, but you, after you've taken it for a while, um, you could potentially notice the lack of quality that, uh, of, of life as, as opposed to before um, stopping. Now, Chris, explain the differences between isolate CBD, full-spectrum CBD, and broad-spectrum CBD, because since we're talking specifically about CBD, let's talk about those three differences, isolate, full-spectrum, and broad-spectrum. Okay. So I love uh, love that we're recapping this, because last time I I, I re-listened to the show, and there was some information that I kind of left out that is just so imperative. So... Full spectrum. Number one, any company in the United States that is doing, and this is very popular, I would say 90% plus of all companies that are doing CBD, they're extracting their mm-hmm. CBD via what is called supercritical CO2 extraction. Well, with this extraction, given that 90 plus percent of the industry is doing it, uh, you cannot create a full spectrum CBD product. Full spectrum means you are taking everything full, the word full. You're taking everything that is inside this hemp plant and you're putting it into an oil or another or a byproduct, creating a product out of the hemp plant. So any, anybody who's doing super critical CO2 and then puts on their label that it is a full spectrum, it's false. It's a lie. It's false. And I would, uh, you know, you can, if you contact the company, and you find out they're doing CO2, but yet there's full spectrum, uh, you know, give them this podcast. Give them, give, give them this interview and say, well, according to Dr. Joseph or Christopher Visser of Canada Without Life, that's incorrect. And the reason it's incorrect is because supercritical CO2, it's just pressure. High, high, high intense pressure. And they squeeze everything or they try to squeeze everything out of this hemp plant uh, into, in, 
and then create a byproduct from it. So just think of it in this standpoint. If you were to grab an orange or a lemon and squeeze it with your mm-hmm. hand or any material, you're just going to squeeze juice out of it. But there's still the pulp that's left behind. There's still, you know, the peel that's left behind. And all of those things have other cannabinoids in it, and they're not able to, to extract it, that from it. And uh, you know, I, I guess so my question... As like kind of like a newbie in the industry, Chris, like if I were to walk in somewhere, what am I like in in the most blunt layman's term? Because like you, you put a really high altitude, amazing explanation out there. But like if I were to explain this in like one sentence to my to my family member that was interested in CBD, what do I say? Like, how how can I um, just say that one sentence to have it make sense to them? Okay, well, um, uh, so that kind of that kind of throws me off a little bit because, um, how about this? Let me uh, I don't mean to throw you off. You know, I mean, let, I'm not trying to. No, 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 no. That's totally fine. Totally fine. Because sometimes I do I do tend to give the more technical description as opposed to uh, a layman terms. So mm-hmm. uh, just real quickly, let let me explain the three differences as quick as possible, and then we'll and then we'll do a one sentence for you. Okay. So THC, uh, sorry, not THC. Um, Supercritical CO2 extraction is what pretty much the nation is, has been saying is the best extraction method. But to be able to pull everything out of a hemp plant, CO2 cannot do that. And so that's why TH, uh, full spectrum needs to be done with an ethanol extraction. So T, uh, full spectrum, in order to be full spectrum, you have to do an ethanol extraction. That's number one. And full spectrum means you're pretty much using the entire plant and you're creating a product from it. Full spectrum has all the different cannabinoids in it. Broad spectrum is the same concept, but minus THC. So the industry is calling broad spectrum a uh, is basically a full spectrum act- extract, but it goes through one more refining process to take out and eliminate the THC. So you're getting all the wellness benefits from all the other cannabinoids, but minus the THC, right? And uh, lastly, uh, just an isolate. A pure CBD product is going to be made of CBD isolate alone. That means there's no other cannabinoids in it, and only CBD, which is which is great, right? But uh, as far as a higher quality product, you want to go with a full spectrum, because studies have shown uh, that when you are using and utilizing what is called the entourage effect, which is which is basically created by getting the use of all the cannabinoids working in synergy together within your body, you experience what is called the entourage effect. And that's kind of what you're shooting for as far as a high-quality CBD product, right? So the full spectrum is definitely the way to go. But if you're not looking for any of the other cannabinoids, then yes, a pure CBD isolate solution is what you um, should go for. So that's the difference between the three as far as a one sentence sir, to explain to your family members of everything. Um, what are you trying to explain to your family members? Let's, let, let's start off with that. And then I can give you a better one sentence. You want to explain what to them? Like all three why, or why this is better than something else. Why this is good. Like, I, I guess like it, that's kind of the thing. Like, uh, because if I start dropping like major words at like, uh, some folks like, they would just get lost in it and they'd be like, okay, um, I, I, you lost me <laughs> like five minutes ago. So, uh, but I think he kind of answered it a little bit. Um, 
by saying like it's uh, everything except for the THC. Um, it, and he said Correct. that during your yes. explanations. So I think he kind of answered yeah. the question earlier. Um, yeah. So, so, uh, so with that too, like, and, and that's correct. And I, I should probably start gearing my head towards that because that's the way that we have to write on our website is, you know, it's basically a more comprehensive understanding. So a one sentence or two sentences of, of, of what, how to explain it to other people is, um, is the entourage effect. You want a full spectrum for a high quality oil. So you want a product that provides an entourage effect, which is your full spectrum option. So if you're trying to decide, between what products to buy, I would reach out to a company, find out what extraction method they're doing. Uh, if they're doing CO2, well, know that you'll never receive a full-spectrum entourage effect with a CO2 extraction. So you should find a company that's doing ethanol. There are a handful of companies that are, that are doing it very well, uh, mm-hmm. ours included, because um, we do have a, a U.S. patented extraction method, and uh, we do do an, uh, an ethanol extraction and uh, we grow on organic soil. So we, we, we're, doing it, we're doing that ethanol, and that's what you're looking for. You're looking for the full-spectrum entourage effects. That would, be, okay. that would be my guidance. All right, cool. Thank you. I appreciate that just because I'm a newbie, and I'll try to pretend like I, I know it all. Uh, so thank you. <laughs> so in the next yeah. two minutes, Chris, tell us and give us your contact information. You've mentioned your company, Cannabidiol Life. Um, how can people get a hold of you, get onto your website, look at your website, and purchase products? Uh, well, you can go to CannabidioLife.com or CBDOilsAndEdibles.com. Both will get you to where you're trying to go. CBD oils and edibles, uh, both of those are plural. So CBDOILSANDEDIBLES.com. CBD oils and edibles.com or cannabidiolife.com. If you just go to Google and you type in cannabidiolife, uh, you know, the first three or four, uh, will, the first three or four results will, will get you to where you need to be. Cannabidiol spelled C A N as in Nancy, N as in Nancy, A B I D I O L L I F E. Cannabidiolife. Okay, so cannabidiolife.com. And my contact information, josephrosadomd.com, Joseph, R-O-S-A, D as in David, O, M as in Michael, D as in David, dot com. Or you can email me at info at josephrosadomd.com. That's info at josephrosadomd.com. And Ed, you got 30 seconds to give them your information. Uh, I'm Ed Pisani, and my uh, company is I4 Advertising Agency, and you can find me at i4advertisingagency.com, or you can find me at edpisanijr.com, and I'll be glad to talk to you more. And thank you, Dr. Joe and Chris, uh, for having me on the show and learning a ton about cannabis. And we're not over yet. We will be back after three minutes, so we'll talk to you guys after the break. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. 
Dr. Joseph Rosado was the first medical professional to recommend medical cannabis treatment in the greater Central Florida region. He has since become a sought-after medical cannabis expert in Florida and abroad. Learn his story and find out more about Dr. Rosado's book, Hope and Healing, The Case for Cannabis. Available at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and Kobo, as well as through the website josephrosadomd.com. You can also schedule an individual or group consulting session with Dr. Rosado. That's josephrosadomd.com. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. There are many people who claim to be dog experts, yet they don't really provide a connection between dog owners and their best friend. This is where the BS stops. Listen for Taming the Wild and Your Dog with expert author and nationally recognized dog trainer Brian Bailey. Each show has experts, professional trainers, and veterinarians to give you the right answers. Listen for the safety and well-being of your dog. Listen every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is on Instagram. Make sure you follow us and comment on our pictures from behind the scenes at our radio shows, live events, and around the network. We want to see what you have to share as well. Check us out on Instagram at Voice America Talk Radio. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You're listening to Medicana Talk. To reach the program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or you can send an email to info at josephrosadomd.com. Now, back to Medicana Talk. Hello and welcome back. This is Dr. Joe Rosado coming to you live uh, with Ed Pizzotti and hey, how are you? <laughs> okay, <laughs> and Chris Visser, president, founder, CEO of Cannabidiol Life uh, from at cannabidiollife.com. Now, right before the break, we're getting ready to start talking about something that the DEA actually did this week. So, Ed, you just pulled that article up. Go for yes. it. Yes. Um, the Drug Enforcement Administration, that's the, the long name of the DEA, uh, to, uh, uh, August to- for those of you that are hearing us in China <laughs> or Japan, this is a U.S. agency. Go, go for it. Yeah, so announced it's moving forward to facilitate and expand scientific and medical research for marijuana in the United States. Uh, this uh, entity is providing notice to pending applications from entities that are already applied to register to manufacture marijuana for researchers. The DA anticipates the registering of additional qualified marijuana growers uh, 
in various different marijuana available for these purposes. So in a long story short, they are now um, allowing more growers to come in for scientific and medical research uh, to grow marijuana to help make people's lives a little bit better. Well, I'm getting a lot of feedback, uh, Ed, so be careful. Uh, Okay. And this came directly, and a shout out to Dr. Sue Sisley, physician and researcher in Arizona. Mm -hmm. Uh, She was doing a research uh, program uh, project in Arizona with veterans for PTSD. And the only product available for her to do her clinical trial was product from the only federally approved place to grow cannabis in the United States, which is at the University of Mississippi. However, she discovered that that product was substandard and she had approached the DEA requesting additional growers and the DEA said, oh no, um, you know, we'll get to it. Well, they didn't get to it fast enough. She filed a lawsuit against them and now they've expanded it. So Chris, what does this mean for you? Well, this is, this is something that I've been waiting for uh, as far as finally, 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 CBD is out of this gray area of is it legal? Is it not legal? President Trump signed the Hemp Farm Bill Act saying it's legal, but hey, my state hasn't updated their laws because the DEA hasn't approved it yet. And so this is this is this is groundbreaking stuff. I mean, this is amazing that the DEA Drug Enforcement Agency has come out officially and said, "Hey, everyone, we are now officially recognizing hemp as." Uh, we're, we're taking it off the Schedule One list. It is no longer a it is no longer a plant that needs registration to grow. It no longer is you no longer have to jump through hoops and hurdles and and approval processes to grow and manufacture industrial hemp derived products. Um, so, with that, it is just absolutely amazing because now that is the that is the clarity we've been waiting for. You know, CBD. When you extract it from an industrial hemp plant, which means the hemp plant is grown to be 0.3% delta 9 THC and under, basically that's a trace amount and it won't get you high. They are recognizing that and they're saying, yes, we approve of this plant for for growing and manufacturing hemp-derived products and we will not be chasing after arresting anyone that is you know, in this industry growing hemp products. Now, now that is in the United that, States. That's not to be Outside confused of the United that, States. Not to be confused with. They can go, go ahead. I said that's in the United States, the 0.3% of THC in a full spectrum. Now, outside of the United States, it can go up to as high as 1% for our listeners in South America, Europe, uh, and Asia. Is that correct? Yeah, so like South America, I believe, is that 1%. But in uh, but UK and Europe, I'm pretty pretty certain that it is 0.2 percent, right? But the DEA that you know that that deals with the United States specifically, and our and our ruling here is 0.3 percent, one percent South America, 0.2 percent uh, the UK. Now that you're talking about CBD of, of THC, and then you mentioned CBD. Now I've been on on the website, and I've noticed that you've got some products that. Uh, you sell that have uh, other cannabinoids, other products that come from 
the the plant. As for example, CBG, CBN, THCV. Now, what's that alphabet soup? Explain those things to us. Yes, uh, um, absolutely. So, within the hemp plant, I, I, I believe I, I, I touched on it earlier. Um, the hemp plant, cannabis plant, it has 113 cannabinoids, verified cannabinoids, with more being found uh, as, as, as research continues. And um, and I love that DEA, uh, you know, that DEA uh, newsletter that just came out too, because it it shows how much they're involved. Because like it, I, I believe that that letter also states that. Um, since January 2017, they had uh, something like, I don't know, like 200 or a th- like 300, I believe 384 registered individuals for research in this industry. And then two years later, January 2019, uh, we have 542 uh, registered individuals for cannabis and medical research. So, um, fact that they're heavily involved in this research process, it, it's only going to get better. We're going to know more about each individual cannabinoid. Um, and with that, yes, so we do, we have tapped into the other cannabinoids as far as the product standpoint. Um, with those 113 cannabinoids, that's your whole alphabet soup, right, of, of, of cannabinoids. So there's CBD, THC, CBN, CBG, and these are all the, the uh, the abbreviations of, of their long actual terms. So CBD is cannabidiol, uh, CBG, cannabigerial. Um, so that's your alphabet soup. And so the, CBG is, is, is on the come up as far as to be a higher, uh, well, what is it? It's, it's like times 10 or something. Uh, can you, can you verify like CBG is actually higher, uh, a higher potency when it comes to, um, bioavailability, is that correct? Well, it, it, it converts from the acid form, the CBGA, to CBG at a lower temperature. So um, it, it converts at 55 degrees Celsius from the, active, from the acid form to the active form. Um, now, CBG has five times the potency of CBD as an anti-inflammatory, which leads me to the next point of of conversation, and that is treatment. What what can CBD treat? Because we hear that all the time. You know, as a physician, patients come in and say, hey, will this treat my, you know, pain? Will this treat my anxiety? Will this treat my depression? Does CBD really treat anything or does it cure anything? what, what do you know? What do you say? So with that, um, exactly. That's, and that's the problem with, uh, you know, your gas stations, uh, you know, people who are in the industry that should not be giving out medical advice because CBD has not been approved uh, by the DEA, FDA, has not been approved for the medical community. It has not been approved to treat anything except a rare form of epilepsy. And that was a product produced by GW Pharmaceuticals, um, and uh, it's called Epidolex, Epidolex. Um, that is the only verified treatment, quote-unquote, uh, that CBD is allowed, that you're allowed to even say. Um, other than that, CBD has, with all these new research uh, researchers and studies that are being developed, there has been a plethora of all of these studies 
basically saying, coming to, res- to the results of CBD is showing amazing potential as a possible treatment in the near future. But before we can say that, before we can claim that, we need to do X, Y, Z, which, all, which basically means more studies need to be done to verify these initial prelim- preliminary study results. So while you cannot ever say CBD can treat arthritis, CBD can treat, uh, you know, cardiovascular uh, diseases or, or conditions or a- any type of things like that, you can't say or claim those things. The only way that you can educate others is to provide these medical research studies, provide these results, comprehensively explain the results of these studies, and then basically just finish off saying, you know, they're showing great results, but, you know, we have to, we have to wait until more studies come out to actually verify these and make these a medical, a medical fact. So, well, a, cl- a clinical trial that, that I usually use in, in my office for patients and also when I'm lecturing um, on how cannabis can alter favorably the uh, mortality rate in specific countries. I'm going to be providing that lecture next week in Mexico. But uh, back in 2011, September of 2011, eight years ago, um, the title of the study was or is Cannabidiol as an Emergent Therapeutic Strategy for Lessening the Impact of Inflammation on Oxidative Stress. Oxidative stress is really the true cause of dis-ease or lack of ease in the body. Oxidative stress causes inflammation, produces free radicals, and those free radicals attack specific body tissues and body organs. And this comes from, uh, from the journal Free Radical Biological Medicine. And in the conclusion, they state the following. Uh, the review discusses recent su- studies suggesting that cannabidiol, CBD, may have utility in treating a number of human diseases and disorders now known to involve the activation of the immune system and associated oxidative stress as a contributor to the etiology or the formation and progression of disease. These conditions include, but are not limited to, rheumatoid, arthri- rheumatoid arthritis, type 1 and 2 diabetes, atherosclerosis or heart disease, Alzheimer's disease, high blood pressure, metabolic syndrome, which is uh, consistent with patients with uh, diabetes, uh, ischemia or tissue death, and depression, and nerve pain. So the studies suggest that there may be some consistency and some viability in the use of CBD in the fact that CBD is an antioxidant and an anti-inflammatory. And because of those two properties, it does help to block the oxidative stress in the body and by doing so, will restore health to the individual. So it's not that it treats it, it works at the cellular level to block the inflammation, block the oxidative stress, and then restore health. Does that make sense to you? Go. I know you have one. Go ahead, Ed. (laughs) I mean, we're we're tossing out a lot of new letters, and, like, I've been sort of knowing about the CBD, um, but you said CBG before, CBN, um, 
like are is there like special government oversight on those letters or they fall all under the CBD um, umbrella? They all fall under the hemp umbrella because all of these cannabinoids or phytocannabinoids, phyto meaning plant, all mm-hmm. of these phytocannabinoids come from the plant, whether it whether it's hemp or whether it's cannabis, which we explained in my first episode. And if you guys don't remember that or didn't listen to that, go back and listen to the first episode where I explained the difference between hemp and cannabis. Although both come from the mother plant, which is cannabis sativa L, and then cannabis sativa L had a boy and a girl. The boy is called hemp and the girl is called cannabis. And then those are subspecies. I'm sorry, those are species, species one, species two, and then from there you get subspecies. But from the hemp, when you do the ethanol extraction that Chris mentioned earlier, and you Mm -hmm. extract all of the cannabinoids from the the plant to get a full-spectrum product, that's where you get the alphabet soup, the CBD, the CBG, the CBN, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. Uh, Yeah, I was just kind of curious about that because I was like – I um, just not really uh, aware of it, but you're making it make more sense to me now. Thank you very much. No problem. Now, understanding that we've discussed that this is a plant, and if you believe in a creator, regardless of the name that you give it, mm-hmm. or it give it to the deity or whatever, mm-hmm. religion and religion and government has played a major role in the belief system of cannabis. We talked about the DEA, and that's a government entity in the United States, but there's also a religious entity, even though in the United States there's supposed to be separation of church and state. Now, talking about religion, Chris, you and I were raised in a very strict religious denomination. We will not mention yes, the denomination to, to yes, we will we not were. mention the denomination <laughs> to, to to protect the innocent. <laughs> but you and I were raised in a very, very strict um, faith. And now that you've gotten involved and our parents continue to participate for the most part in that denomination, what kind of feedback and pushback are you getting from your friends and family that are still in that religion? given the fact that you are involved in the cannabis plant? So I, 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 love, I love that question um, because that is something that I definitely, I definitely experienced a little kickback, a little pushback, a little raised eyebrows, a little, uh, are you really doing this kind of uh, insinuation? Um, so, uh, I, you know, just you asking that reminds me of one specific, well, two specific uh, occurrences, and um, I had someone reach out to me via LinkedIn, and uh, the message starts off like something like this: "Hey, Chris, uh, you know we went to the same college university, and I'm just curious, like how how are you, you know, associated with our religion, and then yet you are out here promoting the use of marijuana and all these things and." <laughs> I just use that opportunity as a huge educational standpoint and uh, basically, you know, just uh, I like to use the comparison as far as this is a plant, a natural plant, and it is shown 
to help people in many, many different ways. So if you're re- looking at it as, as, as a, at a religious standpoint, uh, you know, when it comes to religion, you treat others the way you want to be treated. It's the golden rule. That's the, one of the standpoints. And so even when it comes to Jesus, like uh, at the, the side of the pool, healing people, uh, you know, I, I don't want to go into that story too much, but... Um, you know, Jesus, uh, he was healing people on the Sabbath day, and that was considered something that was wrong to do. Like, no work, no work at all on the Sabbath. Uh, so if we're in this, if we're in, an, if we have an opportunity of helping people regardless of the Sabbath day, um, that is our duty. You know, we treat others the way we want to be treated. So uh, the kickback basically was, you're in this industry, how can you be doing this, blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, it's all about helping people. And I believe if... Uh, you know, a health standpoint, helping people, but also an education comes into helping people as well. So the fact that this plant even gets any negativity, well, hey, that was human. That was human derived. Humans caused yeah. this 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 black cloud over the industry. It wasn't God. It wasn't. It wasn't a deity. It wasn't. It wasn't some supreme power that basically is saying this plant is negative. That was human, and humans are. I mean, we're sinful at nature. So uh, that, that, that's just one instance. Um, another you know one what, Chris, was, it's kind of uh, interesting. I don't mean to cut you off because you're making a really good point. No, it's like Psalms 85.12 basically says in no uncertain way, indeed, the Lord will give what is good and our land will yield its produce. In Psalm 67.6, the earth has yielded its produce. God, our God blesses us. I mean, there's 47 different times they basically say seed in the Bible and how it, uh, it is um, offered by God to us as being a good thing. I mean, that's, 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 that's just it. It's just, you know, getting rid of this, uh, this black cloud and um, basically educating people. And that's, you know, that's, hey, that's what this show is all about, right? So that was that's one right. pushback. Uh, so the, the last pushback was, um, and I, I wonder if my grandmother is even listening right now, but she... And, and even my father, at an initial standpoint, they, uh, they disagreed with it completely until I had the opportunity to actually let them try it, let them see what it's doing for them. And uh, basically, they're now on board. My grandmother is a huge advocate. Shout out to Eva Bertolo. <laughs> and um, <laughs> she's a huge advocate. And, uh, and she even tells all of her church friends about it. And so she's now uh, a converted believer, a converted believer in, in, in this hemp being 100% like Italian and uh, growing up very religious. So if, if, she, if she can come to an understanding uh, of the cannabis and marijuana plant, hemp plants, uh, the world could as well. So. Is she on your payroll now? Is she one of your top salespeople? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> anyway, well, we have two minutes to wrap up the show. This this hour went quick. Chris, we're going to have to do another show next week to to finish up because we get start we get talking and we don't stop and we've got at least five more topics to address. And next week is going to be very controversial because we're going to be talking about how cannabis supports women that are pregnant. Pregnancy and cannabis. So stay tuned. That's going to be really aggressive. And I can't you know, wait for that topic because we get these questions all the time. And so this is a perfect opportunity to really, really dive into all of those 
questions because if CBD provides a homeostasis type of uh, type of a well-being, uh, you know, what's more important than providing something like that to someone who is actually, uh, you know, creating a human within them? So uh, I'd love, I can't wait for that topic. Perfect. So in the last minute, Chris, please, your contact information. Christopher Visser uh, is my full name. You can find our website at cannabidiolife.com, C-A-N-N-A-B-I-D-I-O-L-L-I-F-E.com, cannabidiolife.com, or you can find us at cbdoilsandedibles.com, C-B-D-O-I-L-S-A-N-D-E-D-I-B-L-E-S.com. And um, on our website, if you want more information about your particular health condition, we have over 50-plus pages of comprehensive information. Just go to the website, look at CBD health benefits list, and you'll see a list of conditions where you can uh, click on that and get a lot more in-depth information about your condition. Uh, And also, you can reach out to uh, our chat via live system chat, uh, customer support, ask your questions, and you can get direct help from there as well. Excellent. Well, thank you for your information. Amazing show. Ed, thanks again for your um, valuable input. Thank you. And the way to get a hold of me is josephrosadomd.com. That's josephrosadomd.com. Talk to you guys next week. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Medicana Talk. Please join Dr. Joe Rosado for another edition of our program next Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. If you'd like to learn more about medical cannabis, we invite you to go to Amazon.com to purchase Dr. Rosado's book, Hope and Healing, The Case for Cannabis. Have a great week. 